0: Hi, I'm Andy. I'm Heather. Welcome to the 43026 Podcast.
1: All right, welcome back to the 43026 Podcast. We have with us today a local realtor, a good Hilliard girl who is from originally Atlanta, Georgia. She's a Georgia Bulldogs fan. She loves eating at the varsity, which I like too. Um, And uh, welcome Stephanie Hampton. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about how long have you been in Hilliard? What do you do? I know you got a couple of kids that went through the Hilliard school district. So just tell us a little bit about you.
2: Yeah, so I have been in Hilliard for 21 years. I moved here when my kids were, Cameron was, nine months old. Chase was three. We actually moved here, kind of a tragic story. My mom was married, and her husband was killed in a car accident, and then she remarried, and um, the man she remarried lived here. He owns a business here, and I was married at the time, and my husband said, hey, well, do you want me to find a job up there since your mom is moving there? So we moved up here at the same time, and yeah, so we moved here. We moved to Hilliard, and I've just stayed here. And I love it. My kids grew up, as you said, went through Hilliard City Schools. They both graduated from Derby. Go Panthers.
1: As Andy's wearing his I, Davidson I, I t-shirt that. and um, as I'm a coach at Hilliard Bradley. Well,
2: I have to say, though, Chase, is my oldest, is now a teacher at Weaver. Oh, Wonderful. nice. But, but he went back to his roots and he coaches cross-country and track at Derby. So oh,
1: gotta love yeah, that.
2: Yeah, he went back there. So, yeah, and so my youngest, Cameron, is in her senior year of college. So
1: and she plays volleyball, right? And she does. She plays volleyball. That's very cool. Yeah. So. And you, for a living, are a realtor? I am a real estate agent, yes. And EXP Realty?
2: Yes, All right. EXP. So- I've had my license now for in may it'll be 17
1: years oh yeah that's a long time yeah why don't you tell us a little bit about the local real estate market here here in hilliard well because it seems crazy to me i like to describe it as the wild wild west yeah
2: anybody hilliard is actually well columbus in general is according to realtor.com the fifth hottest market for 2022.
1: it seems like it right
2: it's unbelievable It, it really is And Hilliard, the 43026 zip code, has always been one of the hottest markets in Columbus and like nationwide. So I actually pulled some stats from March just to give you. The average home price selling last month was $353,000. That was up 14% from last March.
1: Yeah, that's... I mean, I always remember hearing, sure, you can expect about 4% a year, 14% seems high. Typically,
2: so before COVID, we were about an 8%.
1: Oh, even that's pretty high too. And then
2: when interest rates started going down, everything kind of just exploded. So we've just seen this gradual increase. Plus when you have low inventory, which we have, I didn't check today, but on average, we have about 1,300 houses active on the market. And when I say 1,300, there are some houses, as odd as it is, some houses that are listed, like, people in Cleveland, like, put their houses on the market in in Columbus area. Not really sure why. But, so if you take out, like, some of those, there's only, like, if you did single family, there's, like, 400 single family houses. Yeah, that is not very many. In the Columbus. So, like, if you take Franklin County, Delaware, looking, you know, those main counties, that's what you're looking at. So, all these buyers, you know, it's, like
1: nowhere so, to
0: go frenzy
2: yeah you know when well, people are putting their houses on the market
1: well
0: where are all the buyers coming from i mean we hear about a housing shortage
2: well you know, right where, where
0: from, do the people come <laughs>
2: from? they're coming from a lot of different places i mean some are obviously you know new you know young people so chase and and his wife just bought a house um and they bought in marysville you I, were I, able to
1: sell a house to your son I was. That's very cool. Yes. Yeah, so that actually, has to be a cool thing.
2: That was, they wrote, it was only the second house that they wrote on. So that was, oh, that. that was very good. So I haven't had a ton of buyers that have had to write a lot of offers, knock on wood, Where's some wood right here. So a lot of buyers are having to write tons of offers and it's just, it, it's, some of it I think is just lack of knowledge on what, how to write offers, but some of it is just that buyers just don't unfortunately have the cash to compete with a lot of it. Some of it, we are seeing a lot of investors coming in, and I don't know if you've heard a lot of this, where investors are coming in, buying up these properties, and then they're turning them into rentals, and neighborhoods are getting eaten up by this. Um, and some sellers are getting smart, and they don't want to stigmatize their properties, and and they want to to protect their neighborhoods. Sure.
1: So they're they selling to, to the they're making new sure. couples and yeah,
2: and of course, you know with You're an attorney, so fair housing law says that we have to, there's laws against, you know, we can't
1: discriminate against, but
2: you can discriminate on, I don't want to sell to an investor. Sure. So they can say, I don't want to sell to an investor, as long as we know that that's an investor. So if an LLC comes in and it's showing as as a seller, we know that that's probably an investor.
0: You mentioned earlier that, that the cash buyers have an advantage. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I have a friend right now that's trying to buy a house in Hilliard and they're keeping their old house, which is in the Dayton area. Mm -hmm. So they don't have the cash. And I know that's been a problem.
2: So it used to always be, there's a phrase we say is cash is king. Sometimes it's not because sometimes terms beat cash. So if you're not the highest price cash wise, then you might get beaten out. But cash, the advantage to cash is that you don't have an appraisal. So if you're not having to have an appraisal, then you're going, you know, to win if you if you put the right amount. But what we're seeing is is that there are Appraisal gaps, people are putting appraisal gaps, and I don't want to get into like a ton of ter- terms that we have to get an explanation. Well, that's a brand
0: new term that I've a lot now. Yeah, right? so an
2: appraisal gap is basically where a buyer is saying, hey, if the if the appraisal comes in lower than what our purchase price is, we'll make up the difference. So sometimes people put a limit on that appraisal gap, or a buyer can say, hey, we'll make up whatever difference there is. So Jeez. I sold my brother's house in Hilliard, in Western Lakes, We listed it, we used the comps, we listed it correctly. It sold, gosh, I'm doing this off the top of my head, like $60,000 over list and they waived the appraisal. Oh my goodness. Right? Yeah. And I'm I'm like, oh my God. I mean,
1: it makes you want to sell your house, but then where are you going to go?
0: Where are you going to go? my friends and I are thinking to sell our houses, move into an apartment for a couple <laughs> well, years. But where are you <laughs> yeah. going to
1: go?
2: Well, that's the thing. There are a lot of people that are considering that, and that is a viable consideration. But
1: the prices for the... in At least in Hilliard, it looks like the apartment prices are more than my mortgage.
2: Well, it is, but if you can make the kind of money on selling your house, and when we talk about, we're talking yeah, significant yeah, yeah. amounts of money. Yeah, before the market Sitting, crashes, at least. Yeah. Well, yes. let's not talk about market <laughs> crashing.
0: Oh, we're going to. we have to. Okay,
2: <laughs> well, we'll go there if you'd like to. So, um, we're not going to have a crash here, but the kind of money that you can make might actually make up for what you would pay. So, if you don't have kids, and school isn't an issue, and you can go into... You, you can choose where you live as far as sure. you know an apartment complex and you don't have to like make I mean Chase and Ashton lived right down the street um, at an apartment complex across from Ballantrae. They only paid1200 dollars for oh a yeah that's bedroom. not too bad okay. but, but but it didn't allow it didn't allow dogs so they that was their caveat and I was like that is amazing because they didn't have to worry about damage right from dogs and I was True. like, hmm, interesting. So and it was a nice two bedroom, two bath.
0: It was like, oh. yeah, that's not yeah. too bad. So, Twelve hundred sounds like a lot to me, but it's last not apartment a- I rented was like two eight five. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs>
2: but but in the apartment realm, that's that's a good price. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, we mentioned the crash. Yeah. The last crash came about because of bad lending practices, right? Yes. Um, and basically, the bad lending practices were they were given loans to people that probably shouldn't have received loans.
2: Right. So we were doing, um, uh, like no incomes, income stated. Income right. So, so they didn't care. You didn't have to give them any, any Proof documentation. Proof that you were whatever. even employed. Right. But then also the builders were doing, they were, Qualifying people based on a lower interest rate like an introductory interest rate and then within two to three years Their interest rate would, would go up and they're good. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll get that raise right. You'll get this you'll get that and then those people when they got up there They couldn't afford it because number one when you buy a house your taxes are based on the dirt and then within improve a it. House, yeah. it, it, with, yeah, the house, taxes
0: right. are a couple of years behind.
2: You're right. And then so Hilliard
1: you, passes a levy, for example.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. They're not going to do that for a couple of years.
1: 2024.
2: 20, yeah, right. probably. Exactly. Dave Stewart was at our meeting. There,
1: oh, well, so. there you go.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so then you, you get increase in your property taxes, and then you start getting your increase of your um, interest, interest rate. Mm-hmm. So then people are foreclosing, but because they did the stay in foreclosure during COVID, we're really not seeing very many foreclosures happening. So as long as we don't see foreclosures happening, we're really not going to have a crash. Now, whether, I mean, these, because they're starting, the Fed is increasing the interest rates mm-hmm. and our interest rates, like last September, they were like 2.75. Today, I checked before I came, they were uh 2.12 i mean 5.125 so they could easily like my lender he was like stephanie we're only a few bad days away from being six percent right so you know
1: you know but then my parents talk about when they bought a house in the 70s it was like nine percent or some ten percent there
0: was there there were Mortgage rates in the teens back 15, 16% oh, yeah, way, way sure. back when. So, And
1: I don't foresee
2: us ever getting that way. I just think that their, their thought process, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, and that goes into politics, is that raising the interest rates is going to slow down inflation. So, mm-hmm. you know we'll see in 60 to 90 days whether what they did is, is
0: going to work. And, and another reason this may slow down is the city of Columbus and Morpsey, Mid-Ohio Regional Planning is, is has a big push to increase the housing stock. And that's based on some formula. I believe it's for every new job, for every 1.5 new jobs, you need to build one house. And we're at about three new jobs per new house that's getting built right well, now. And, and then with and Intel coming, Nobody knows what that's going to do, other than it's going to change. Yeah.
2: Well, the, pro, the that's a great idea, but with building, you can't build these builders. They don't build a house under four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, maybe you can build a slab that maybe you know with laminate countertops and
1: floors no for real maybe
2: 350 wow. if you're lucky but
1: it's the it, cost it's, of it's, materials right now or is it just, just they have the opportunity to do it and they're taking
2: well it. i think it's some of and that there's, there's a lot of buyers but there is you know they they have to get all their lumber from the south so it's getting all the material up here but i think it's just expensive to build i mm-hmm. mean you know, it's just like buying a car. Once you drive it off the lot, it drops know, in value. Sure. Now, buying a house is not going to necessarily be the same exact thing, but it just is more expensive. So, it's a it's a great idea in theory, but when you start talking about you know, for a 25 year old, you know, it's new a, little, a young couple just starting out, That's... can they afford a four hundred thousand dollar house unless they're well,
0: in, you the know, club is pushes to build affordable housing and I always wonder what's how, affordable, exactly, affordable housing exactly. and where
2: is that affordable housing sitting
0: right you and know and
1: where are you going to get the not in Hilliard to right yeah
2: it's, it's not going to be in Hilliard
1: right you know so you're so. nowhere where you're going to want to put your kids in school is my guess
2: I can't say that I'm a real estate agent um, I can we say cannot. it so <laughs> we cannot discuss schools I'm happy to where say where people it. should or should not go and whether their school system is a great place to be
1: <laughs> um so overall what, I mean, obviously this is a great thing going for sellers as long as they have somewhere else to go. Yeah. Um, but what are you seeing is, if any, the biggest downside for sellers right now?
2: Well, so the biggest downside for sellers is obviously where are they going to go? Because, you know, if they say, well, I want to buy something, then it's, I'm, I'm going probably from a rate that's less than 3% to a rate that's 5%. So my sellers that I have now that I'm, that I'm working with, um, are all moving to, like, they have to move for job purposes. Okay. Um, they're not so really relocations, looking, yeah. yeah. Or they really need to downsize. Like, we have this house, our kids are grown, and um, we we just need to get, get out of here because we don't Smaller need. Smaller space. We just don't need all this space. We're just wandering around this
1: mowing your 2, 000, lawn and 3,
2: square foot. like, I yeah. don't need to do exactly. this anymore. Exactly. So that's kind of what they're, what they're looking at
1: and what their issues are. Okay. What so, about buyers? What's their biggest concern aside from having to write 50 different offers before they know, get You know, buyers
2: just need money and they need to be able to write good terms. Um, I think that with the interest rates that are going up, we're going to see less buyers, um, being in out there looking because I think that they're gonna the interest rates are going to scare people So if they don't have somebody that can like talk them off the ledge to say this is okay And when they go down you can refinance um, You know when a lot of times a lot of lenders have a lot of upfront costs And so finding them a lender that doesn't have um, That have really good closing costs is really important And the lender I work with Um, does have, um, good closing costs. But of course I encourage all my buyers to shop alone, but they typically end up back at the person that I work with just
1: because of that.
0: Do you, so you represent buyers and sellers? Mm -hmm.
1: How long can Hilliard sustain an 18% a year increase? It has to, it has to cool off. As we
2: have more inventory, that will slow down. So the more... People put their ho- the more houses we get on the market, the that will start slowing down because I mean, how long can we sustain it? I mean, there's markets out there that have that kind of increase, but there's I mean, I would say that there's plenty of real estate agents out there. We've kept saying, Oh, this can't last this long, this can't last <laughs> this long. It's gonna, it's gonna like slow down here and we just it just keeps on going and keeps on going and it's amazing people keep writing offers that are 40 50 60 thousand dollars over list and i think what happens is they start out and maybe it's the people that have written eight nine ten all. Right. that are just they like start i'm out done writing conservatively and then they're like look do you need my firstborn child right like, what do you need like what 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 can i give you you know, and I and some people, I mean, they're borrowing. I feel like they're borrowing from their parents. They're borrowing from whatever four hundred one ks, whatever they can do to get in the house, and then they're like, "I'll figure it out afterwards." Wow,
1: That's scary. Yeah. So, in addition to being an amazing realtor who is very up on all of the current things, you're on the Hilliard Education Foundation board. I am. Tell yes. us about that. How long have you been doing that? Um. I think it's been about four years.
2: I got, um, one of my close friends, Lang Acres, yep. um, got me on the board, and I, I know, she's, she's
0: <laughs> I just laugh when I hear Lang say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just sold her house. Okay. Yeah, cash buyer, $50,000 over list. Well, there
1: you go. Eight wow. out, less than eight hours. Wow. On the market. <laughs>
0: That's great.
2: Perfect, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Um, it's it's such a great foundation, and what it does, um, it kind of, for me, I think it just like fills a gap for the teachers. Um, I just wish more teachers would utilize it, yeah, take advantage um, of take the advantage fact that they, of, yeah. of the grants um, that we we give out. Because I mean, this year, I, I don't know. I think we gave, I think we did. Um, I think there was like six of them. They just did them um, this past this past week they gave them out and um, you know the, the teachers that know about it I mean they go and they really they go after it and yeah. just you know, just
0: uh, just to provide our listeners a little background yeah. about Hilliard Education Foundation it's a group of people that that raise money and they have an endowment and they have uh, they, they invest the money but their purpose is to give grants to teachers so they advertise to the teachers. They ask the teachers to write grants, and there's there's criteria for the grants. And if I remember right, um, one it needs to be innovative, but right. the, but the big one is it needs to be sustainable. It needs yeah. to be something that will not only work in their classroom, but that if it's successful, it can be can used in replicate. other classrooms. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's just a wonderful organization that's been around for a long time and and done a lot of good for teachers. And it's it's kind of it it's it's like. I used to ask teachers, "What would you do if you had an extra six thousand dollars to spend in your classroom or something?"
2: Yeah, and it bridges the gap. Like it, it a lot of times, what the the school can't provide to these mm-hmm. teachers, um, they can come to HEF and ask for this grant. And it's not like we think of grant writing as this big, huge um, thing. It's not. It's not like what we, you know, grant writing seems to be. Uh, so it it kind of bridges the gap that they can't get from the schools because the schools don't have that kind of money. We also do scholarships for all of the three schools.
1: For graduating seniors? Graduating
2: seniors, yeah. And then we um, manage probably I think there's four different other um, scholarships for different um, families that they come to us and they say we'd like for you to house our money and um, so we put their money, we hold it, and we manage that, those trusts, I guess? Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. right? Um, the trust, and then we will help them with um, issuing the scholarships.
0: Yeah, I've always been a huge fan of Hilliard Education Foundation, and, and what I've always What's impressive to me is it's not just a board where you go to a meeting once a month. Oh. It's it's a it's a working organization, a working oh, board, sure. and, and all the members, whether they're putting on, you guys put on one event every year to raise money, sometimes yes. two. Yes. And that's a lot of work. But then you also advertise for these grants. You read the grants, you rate the grants, you grade the oh, grants, gosh, you award yes. the grants, and then you go through the whole scholarship process, which is interviewing the students. It's it's a lot of work and. Uh, if, if It's it's wonderful what everybody does.
2: Yeah, I really have enjoyed it. And it's, um, again, the only thing I wish is that the teachers knew, more teachers knew about it because I think that it could benefit. Because um, we see a lot of the same names. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so I mm-hmm. wish that more teachers were aware of, of what we do. And it's not for lack of, I, I will say, we have school board members and Stacy Raderman is on our uh, well, as a representative from Hilliard Schools and it is not for lack of them trying to promote
1: it that. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: that's right well we appreciate the work you do for the schools and the work yeah. you do for Hilliard Education Foundation yeah. but let's change the subject and uh. talk about <laughs> Hilliard, <laughs> <laughs> Hilliard moms oh no. I
1: think my time is running out <laughs>
0: We save the best for last.
1: Yeah, you're an administrator of a page with thousands of members. Uh, what made you do that? Thousands of women. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
0: i a member.
2: Yeah, you can't be. <laughs> you could go incognito
1: maybe if you wanted to. Alice, uh, There you go. Yeah, you go. <laughs> made, made, <laughs> make up a face. F- Honestly,
2: thing. you know what made me is that Dublin, um, Dublin had a group like this. And it was actually, I was like, you know, that's kind of a cool page, you know. People would go in there, ask questions, and, you know, I was like, why not? Hilliard needs a page like this. Sure. What could go wrong? Um, and so I started this page, and it kind of started off really slow, probably for the, I mean, I started it like in 2015. I had to go look it up today. Hmm. 2015. And um, so it kind of started slow, and then I should have looked it up who it was, but somebody who runs a, a page in Hilliard, she kind of promoted it on her page. And then it kind of just started taking off. And we just kind of grew and multiplied and grew and multiplied. And then we hit a bump in the road, shall we say. Um, I'd say probably about three years ago. And it was just like, oh hell, if I can say, broke loose. And it was just, the, the ladies, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But they just like went bonkers. And I almost, I literally was going to shut it down. And I came close. So there were three admins, me and two other ladies, and that's who are now still the admins. And we really, because, I mean, they just were going crazy, and I was just like, I cannot handle all this. Like, You're not
1: getting paid to do this. Right. I
2: mean, and we had, I always, from the very beginning, I had very, very strict rules. Like, you're just not going to cuss on the page. You're just not going there's just not going to be drama. I, I just, like, I can't... Not going to be drama? Right. And and honestly, I think I know, she, I know
1: what you almost said there. Good thing you pulled it back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, anyway, I almost did. So then I was like, you know what? Let's find some different... Um, but to me, I was like, if I'm always the person coming in here and saying stuff and stopping this, and I, people just, like, hated me for a while, I was like, I have a, I have a business. You have a business, right? 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 You got kids? I I really wasn't worried about that part of it, to be honest with you. But I was like, I have a business here. And so we kind of decided, let's go find some other admins. So I kind of went and searched of some other admins. So I found two other admins, but there was this one particular person that wanted to be an admin. And something rubbed me the wrong way.
1: And I, just I mean, said, when you no. have those gut instincts, right. you just gotta...
2: Well, so this person decided that she was going to go start another page. Fine. Go start your own page. So there's another page out there that is started by this person. And, like, she went and basically copied my whole page. Like, and I just told her. I was... I threatened her. <laughs>
1: somehow she <laughs> took my... Don't make me call she, my lawyer. Took,
2: <laughs> but somehow she took my threat. I don't know why. But... <laughs> I guess I seems. I guess that seems scary. Yeah, but anyway, you're a big scary so, I know, right? Yeah. So anyway, so she changed her name to something else. Um, but the other admins, they kind of just took the forward. They took up it, the face of the admins, and then I just kind of sat back. And they really cleaned house. Um, so, yeah. We uh,
1: dropped a lot of we people We dropped down. a
2: lot of people out. And we just would start delete. Like, you just did something, you were gone. Delete, you were gone.
0: So what... T- Specifically, and I'm not a Facebook guy, and of course... Oh, I mean,
2: so there was this story. So, yeah, okay. some specifics so there was about this, why people okay. were going there was bonkers. This one, there was this one story, and it was about geese crossing <laughs> Hilliard Rome Road. And I don't even remember who put it. But some woman came on there, and she was just going off about geese crossing Hillary Rome Road and how people weren't stopping for the geese. And yeah. you would have thought that that was, like...
1: The only... Do you
2: remember that post?
1: Yes. I mean, for years, there was even ge- geese jokes, but... Yes. It, and, the, and though, I... I like, like there's yeah. no poverty. There's no starving children. There are only people who won't stop for geese. Yes. Do so you see? You know what I mean? It was like... And then, like and a couple geese will
0: start flying across. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's to,
2: true. I mean, I had to kick people out because of the way they were speaking to other people. And it wasn't... I'm like... I mean, they were cursing at people and they were calling people names.
0: Over geese.
2: Over geese. Unbelievable. I'm like... But really, do we not have anything else to do, you know? So, yeah, yeah.
1: It's still I, a very successful page. I utilize it often, you know. You got a quick question about something, people yeah. are there to answer. And, so, and, so, um, so, yeah,
0: so, yeah, give me a good story about the page. I mean, what's, what's, what are the good things that come out of it? And so then we're going to we, get back to more we crazy have,
2: stories. So, <laughs> we actually, um, we have a great relationship with Hilliard City Schools. Stacey Ryderman, before I even knew who she was, she came to me because there would be people who would post things about like Hilliard City Schools. Right. Negative well, this stuff. is how sure. I actually met, how you. You met me. They would post negative things. And our, our policy was you can't come in there and post anything negative like about a business or any, because how is the business gonna defend themselves because they're not part of the group. Well, Stacy came to me she's like, I would like for you to leave anything up that's about the schools so I can address it. I was like are you sure about this <laughs> she's like yes so Heather and Stacy started like fielding all of these things and it actually became a good thing because they were able to say hey you know this is this is how you need to handle this situation now the funny thing is is like I don't have to like tag her I mean there's people I mean all these women are like, Stacey Redmond, Stacey Redmond. Stacey They Redman. do. They, they tag her they immediately. They tag her immediately. And, you know, it, it actually works out really, really well. Although one time I got this text message that our old superintendent, he mentioned my page at a Chamber of Commerce meeting. And I was like, <laughs> what? And I knew him. And I saw him at some place. I'm like, John, like, if you have a problem, you can just come talk to me. <laughs>
1: He, well, I think the well, problem was he was taking all the pages that say all the I things know. and wrapping them up and calling and it like the Hillier Moms and the No. I like, know. I was
2: like, dude, like you can just right, talk right, to
0: me. Right. Well, it's great when you can get the positive information out. And I was yeah. on the school board for 10 years before yeah. we had the page. And and you always got the calls or the emails. My fifth grader just got off the bus and oh. said this, 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 this. Oh, It's yeah. cool. And, of course, I'd check it out and... 24 out of of 25 times the 5th grader didn't have the right information or mom didn't have the right information so I always thought that was an important job of a school board member was to get the real information out to people because rumors, especially with now
2: Well, My my goal, especially with our group and especially, I mean, with everything I did number one with my my kids being teachers and Chase working in, in the school and then me being on HEF and just my opinion about about schools is I want our page to have a good relationship with the school and I want people to know our page supports Hilliard City Schools. That's great. And I that is just yeah. that is my stance and it will always be my stance and we always appreciate it for admin. Sure. That's just how it is.
0: Absolutely. Okay, there's a good story. Now no, you want a crazy now, one. Yeah. And if this isn't true, we can edit it out. But do I remember that at one time there was somebody that was on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted list? You're looking at me like you don't, don't this. I might get edited think, out. Right? Yeah, like, I don't...
1: I, that. I I kind of remember it. There, like, and somebody from Mom's... Like, one of the Mom's... He was in one of
0: the neighborhoods. And, and somebody and posted somebody it. somebody posted, there's a strange guy in my neighborhood... And then somebody down the street posted, well, he's down at this house, and now he's down at this house. And like within 30 minutes, the police had arrested him. And I remember a good friend of mine posted posted on on Twitter that the FBI couldn't find this guy for 15 years, and Hilliard Moms and the No got him in 20 minutes.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't know know if you even remotely remember, but there were there were helicopters out in the neighborhood, and it was real close to my neighborhood because they had SWAT teams in my neighborhood and like shutting everybody down there, like just get out of here. And I'm like,
0: (laughs) oh. It's been, long, it's, it's been some years. It's definitely been some. Allowed, years. Oh, yeah. it, definitely it, been, my been, kids were little. As
1: long
2: as you post a news article, it's allowed. But if you, you can only post a news article. And I have had people who are Hilliard residents have had news articles posted about them oh, yeah. that didn't like yeah. it. And oh. I, they have blown up my messenger Wow. and did not like it and I was yeah like,
1: well too bad it's in the public I,
2: that's what i yeah. said i'm like and i was actually at a something with my daughter at at a school and i basically was like if you don't want to see it you might want to leave our group
1: right <laughs> feel free to
2: that's what i said i'm like it's a news article right. somebody wrote it
1: everybody else has seen it already it doesn't matter
2: yeah exactly
1: All right, let's tell the pineapple story, because I really think, to me, that encapsulates. Well, I only remember little bits of it, right? So, you don't even remember how it started, but somebody was in a Kroger, and they posted that they were seeing people pushing carts around with pineapples, and the pineapples were upside down.
2: It's in Powell. It's a big thing in Powell.
1: And supposedly, if you turn your pineapple upside down in your cart at Kroger it means you're a swinger <laughs> does, and you're supposedly. into and you're willing to be uh, approached so this has been so years sure pineapple of pineapple, pineapple jokes years yes. of pineapple jokes or people just posting pineapples and then you just laugh for 10 minutes and yeah. so crazy.
2: so the funny part about the whole pineapple thing is during all of the um stuff where i said that there was just mayhem People that got kicked out of my group went and made this very, this group that was just, it was a horrible, horrible group. And they were, they were. I was sh- in it for
1: seven minutes do, just do to kind what, of see what was, was going you know Oh, it yeah. Was, it was a
2: horrible. I was They're it. gone. I was in it incognito.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, what I was just trying to kind of see what was really going was on in an it.
2: Incognito. And they were, I mean, they were spreading rumors about people, but I could see what they were saying. About me.
1: A lot of and libel so I going on.
2: literally, and they were talking the pineapple stuff. So I literally went back in my group because they were talking about, like, just kind of almost how prudish I was. <laughs> so I went in there and I made some, I thought, so, well, I'll just... All right,
1: I'll, I'll spice, it, I'll up spice it up a little. I'll make yeah. a pineapple joke, too. So
2: I did. I literally <laughs> went into my hilliard moms and i made some joke pineapple joke well i go over to the group and they're all like oh my god did y'all they've this? already
1: screenshotted it it's already up in the other group <laughs> i'm like this
2: is priceless i just this just made my day so but yeah so i mean and every now and then you'll see somebody
1: oh it's hilarious they
2: occasionally it'll pop up and somebody will be like hey
1: Remember I, the pineapple.
2: Remember the pineapple. Oh, they'll just post a picture. Or they'll the just pineapple. put
1: a pi- pineapple gif or something.
2: <laughs> I, I just might have to throw up a pineapple picture. It's, I
1: think it'd be hilarious. I, I think uh, I just might have to. So, so I don't know how true g- that is, Andy. We thought maybe you could tell us. Yeah. You what? ever heard of it? He's <laughs> like, not, what? Not, you that's don't know anything so. about pineapples? I don't know, Heather. <laughs> Leave me alone.
2: Go, go to Kroger and turn <laughs> a pineapple <laughs> upside down. See, and see what happens. <laughs> nah, yeah. I've never tried tiger, it. i
0: have never tried Kroger, but not a giant eagle. Think, <laughs> so. yeah. um, do, do people get political on it? Is that an issue, or are you to try to keep that um, out? Or? You
2: know what? They they will. So during, um, like, during the last... Um, uh, school board thing. I I had I had some that tried to, I I have the, we have the ability that if people keep trying to post things, I can set it to where I have to approve their post. So, I mean, during during certain times, they do, and so I just, you know, I'm like we don't, we don't allow it." it. It's just, there, it's just no time. It's just no place for it. And some people get really, really upset at sometimes when their posts get, get you Absolutely, know yeah. taken down and they I mean
1: they, they throw the free speech thing around <laughs> oh, we're like that yeah they're
2: like you're you're violating my free speech I'm like this is you're page. not the government exactly. I'm like this is my page <laughs> yeah I get to decide <laughs> only what's
1: the what's government on can violate your free speech right <laughs> oh yeah so. they
2: they they try to tell me that uh, yeah you can't do that I'm like oh but I can yeah. this is my page I get to make the rules here it's
0: great
2: so yeah so
1: So yeah, it's super fun. Um, You are a busy lady and we are super appreciative that you came out to hang out with us a little bit today. Uh, Thanks for being here. Anything else?
0: No, thanks. It's been great to get to know you better. I think it's a great story. I mean, you you, you wear three pretty decent hats that we talked about, plus mom and plus everything else. So keep selling houses. Keep selling houses and hopefully
2: uh, football season is right
0: around this corner. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Go Bulldogs.
2: Go Dogs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. The 43026 podcast is brought to you from our studios at the Hilliard Chamber of Commerce in fabulous Old Hilliard. The Chamber has a long history of fueling connections, community growth, and helping local businesses thrive. This episode was engineered by Heather Keck, original music by Kaylin Sippel.